This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is All Fantasy Everything, the podcast that fantasy drafts anything and everything from the world of pop culture. On today's episode, we're fantasy drafting... Hold on, what's the exact I'm getting the exact wording of it here. This is this is as raw as it gets. This is as real as it gets. Things you wish you were famous for. I wish I was famous for being better at doing intros. Uh our guests today are stand-up comedians Dylan Adler and Blair Saki. I'm your host, Ian Carmel, and with me as always is my friend, my companion, the stand-up comedian known only as Sean Jordan. David Borey is in a cargo ship off the coast of Bolivia. Speeding back towards the United States. Let's get into it. Welcome to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything, the podcast that is fantasy drafting things you wish you were famous for. I'm your host, Ian Carmel. Sean S. Jordan on Twitter. Sean Cougar Mellon Jordan on Instagram. Sean Jordan in your hearts is my co-host. Sean Jordan, how are you doing? What do you got coming up? <laughs> good, man. This is good. This is good. I'm good. Uh, I'll be in Sacramento at the punchline with a one Kyle Kinane, August 3rd through the 5th, I believe. And then um, I'm going to be in Minneapolis in the middle of August. I don't think there's a ticket link yet. But Nobody's gonna, going to that, dude. Yeah. No, people are going to come in. Nobody's yeah. gone. Dylan Blair, you can talk whenever, just if you want to like... <laughs> Uh, also, let Sean know that nobody's going wanna, to Minneapolis. Want to hurt me? They'd scar me. <laughs> I nobody's gone, dude. I mean, I think people are going to go to that Sacramento show. Kyle's pretty funny, but I I don't see you moving a lot of tickets to Minneapolis. Well, I see you moving tickets wherever you go because you're a very funny stand-up comedian and you're an even better person. So that speaks volumes to your character that you're better at being a person than you are at a comic because you're an amazing comedian. So that's how I operate with my. <laughs> Uh, all through July, I'll be scattered around Oregon. And um, yeah, other than that, chilling. Hell yeah. Dylan Adler is here at Dylan Adler on Twitter, at Dylan Adler underscore on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then on TikTok, it's Dylan, what is it? Just Dylan Adler? At, at Dylan Adler 7. So seven. it's just a lot of, there's a couple of teenagers from Aspen, Colorado who took the Dylan Adler <laughs> handle. I don't like that. I don't a like that teenagers. either. A couple teenagers? Yes, a couple. <laughs> They're all from Aspen, and it's upsetting, but I have the six, the seven, the underscore, and, you know, I've learned to accept. Well, yeah. I mean, <sighs> Dylan Adler is a very Aspen name. You do have to yes. go. I mean, you got to, at, at least they're in Aspen. Yes, yes. <laughs> Are they posting videos of them, like, doing snowboarding tricks or anything like that? Are they at least, like, making oh, good use of the handle? snowboarding, skateboarding. Wow. Um, the Dylan Adlers are, oh, I like are them quite now. punk. They're quite punk, and they love hockey. Dylan wow. Adler's love hockey. So have you have you reached out to them to try to form some sort of like Dylan Adler bond? 
there's been Dylan Adler group chats that I've left that people have formed. So I'm not really big on the community of it all. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, none of <laughs> them have funny. TV credits and you do. So I mean, <laughs> yes, like, yes. get on your level. Yeah. <laughs> how are you? How are you doing? You're in New York City. I'm good. I'm good. I just came back from Fire Island. Just um, gay mayhem and drugs. And cr- and so I'm just kind of coming down from that. My voice is recovering. I, I My soul is recovering. But I'm here. I'm happy to be here with straight people where I can recover <laughs> ener- energetically, you know? Exactly. <laughs> where Blair is in Colorado, so she's giving off a very just sort of like mountainous sort of like straight person energy. It's very <laughs> yes. nice. Very yeah. calm. I'll tell you this, Dylan. You let the big dog know. She'll go to Aspen for you. And go ahead. And- <laughs> That's fucking right I will. Thank you, my dude. Absolutely. Go, some, go say, handle some fucking ring-a-ding-ding some Dylan Adler's Thank out there. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Get him on true. I wasn't sure if I was allowed to talk before I was spoken okay. about, so that's why I was being really silent. Land in the cut. You're reclining today like it's Passover. I like it. This is a powerful way to podcast. <laughs> now, Passover, that's a Jewish holiday? That's a Jewish holiday. That's right, my friend. Um, you know, I'm on a, a famous, uh, uh, the, the leather couch of exactly in your mind what is in a, a comedy club. I know you can all picture it. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. 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 It's a black leather couch. I mean, I Always can see black, it. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. see it, but I, I, I mean, I knew that. Right. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Like it's black leather, like the jackets worn by stand-up comedians in the nineties. Yes. I yeah. want one of those so fucking that bad, exact- by the way. <laughs> you should get one. We should go know, like I- thrifting and find you one. <laughs> yeah, I, let's do it because I really feel that that's what I should my uniform in my soul. Like yeah. that actually <laughs> reflects my inside, you know? Except for I don't make trans jokes, but well, yeah, you know. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's okay. You can still keep that. You, it's an advanced form of 1990s stand-up comedian. Yeah, you don't smoke. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. rip cigs on stage either. You know, there's little. You can make little subtle updates. I wish though. I wish I could rip cigs that it wasn't like unhealthy because that would feel so cool oh my it really would because it's like a punctuation mark you can put on like the end of certain jokes and like it like you can pace back and forth and just kind of like and just smoke it's not that you're not doing anything you're smoking there's an activity do any of you smoke cigarettes may i be so bold to ask i've smoked on stage plan i don't smoke anymore but i've smoked like back when i started you could smoke in the club and you could just do it you'd walk around the whole place with cigarettes it makes you feel May, I didn't, but I in your personal life, do you smoke cigarettes? Like, are you a smoker? No. Oh, okay. No. no. I'm not a smoker either. I did for a long time. It's cool. It is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just have to say anonymously, one of my friends started smoking cigarettes pretty vigorously. And his teeth aren't <laughs> looking so great. No. I would never say so in my life because I'm not that person. But just a thought I had. Yeah. It's pretty buck. It's pretty buck to start now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we also have to respect it in a way, right? What are you doing? Like, I mean, I can see like carrying over that habit, but it's always like, it's odd to watch someone start doing it. It's like, we know with everything we know. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, where can people see you do? Where can people uh, see <laughs> see your stuff? I know you've been posting stuff online. 
Oh yes, you can. I, I know you've been posting stuff online. You have been on the internet. So you <laughs> now you put some of your things online. Do you put your comedy yes. online so your aunt can see it? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Facebook Reels on Facebook. <laughs> you know, Messenger. I um. Yeah. No. I. I don't have any dates. I, I wish I had dates touring, but no, I'm just I'm I'm pretty much just on on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at the moment. Um, but I hope I hope to have dates soon, and I'll post it on on all those platforms where you can find me. Watch watch for those dates, and in the meantime, check out your videos. Check out your set on the Late Late Show, mm-hmm. uh, where we work together. Yes, but also yes. where you did a fantastic stand up comedy set. It really was an incredible set. Yeah. And I have to say, the three men that I am staring at with my own two (laughs) eyes right now (laughs) have all three delivered some of the best late night sets. Even all in the past year, too. Incredible knockout sets by the three of you. Well, let us let us return the compliment. First of all, thank you. And let us return the compliment uh, to you, Blaisaki who yeah. also knocked yes. out an incredible late night set uh, roughly a year, like within the last year-ish or so, right? One year ago, but also famously <laughs> ate up, the accidentally ate up the first you bring entire this minute of my set by saying hello to everyone. <laughs> I love Wait, it. What? <laughs> she, Blair comes out and she just goes, ha. Huh? She, she looks over at Reggie or something. She's like, hi, Reggie. <laughs> I watched it like 40 times, no shit, before I went on because it calmed me down so much. So I'm like, Blair's cooler than the other side of the pillow. How the fuck did she do that? where I was. I said hello to James. I said hello to Reggie. I said hello to Ian. And then I blew through 25% of my time. Oh, so rad, though. I love it. It was great. I think your set was great. I was fantastic for anyone who, loved your set. who was just discovering you, and it was extra good for anyone who already knew you. You know what I mean? It was like it was one for the. It was one for the. Uh, for the uh, do you have a name for your fans? What are they? It was one for the reply I guys Blair for sure. Bears. Yeah, it was one for the Blair Bears, Blair Bears. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops! Made a mistake. I had to cut some jokes out of my set because of my one minute long. Uh, that person who had to cut a minute out of her set, the Saki and the Rockies right now. Blair, Saki, coming to you live <laughs> from you. Denver, Colorado. Oh, my God. Saki and the Rockies is so cool. Yeah. Wow, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Now, I'm having the time of my goddamn life. I got the call. I got the call to come up to the majors this morning on back on the old fantasy everything <laughs> with my fucking dogs. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Life is good out here. Hell yeah. Dude, you're so red. <laughs> I, it's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How is you're in Denver? You're currently performing at the Comedy Works. Uh, how are you having a good time out there? Ian. Thank you for asking, because I really I heard about the lore of this club for many years. And to finally experience it, it's like I'm in a little cave of heaven. Mm -hmm. I mean, these people are almost on the stage with you. It's electric. I love it. I can't. We're going to be there. We're going to be there uh, at the Comedy Works tonight when this comes out. I've never performed there before. I'm excited. 
This Seriously? is my first time too. It's incredible, and I can't believe we're performing the same night. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's gonna be a real. It's gonna be a real choice for the audience, or maybe we should just do it on stage together at the exact same time. That'd they, be really fun. I would actually really enjoy. You know, that. my favorite thing: they take your phone. Dude. They're still doing that. They put it in a Ziploc bag, so like Whoa. you, you can have your phone, but they just put it in a locked baggie. And so, like, if you need it, you got to go out to the lobby. They unlock the baggie, and then you can do whatever you want on your phone. Whoa, we're all Chappelle now, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did that when I saw Bruno Mars in Vegas. So, Blair, you're basically Bruno Mars. That's yeah. crazy. That's what they did to us when I did ayahuasca. Oh, they bagged your phone oh. up? That That's a good call. Yeah, yeah, you can't be on your phone when you're um in other dimensions. Having done ayahuasca, like, do you feel like you would have done some crazy shit with your phone or would you have just forgotten about it? Um... <sighs> I don't know. I think like energetically you have no desire to be on there because you're literally like in different lifetimes and at uh, galaxies and stuff. So mm -hmm. I don't really know, but I'm sure there's some crazy fuckers who are so addicted. They're like, where's my, where's where's my, my goddamn shit? device? I got to get yeah. off these ayahuasca TikToks. <laughs> yeah. 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 Trying to duet tough. with the divine mother spirit. Yes. Have yeah. any of you done it before? No, no. but I'm, I'm circling it. Okay. I've done, I, d I haven't done ayahuasca, but I've done Bufo, which is a DMT <gasps> where you experience yes. ego death. And I was on, my ego died, different dimension, got in touch with ancestors. It was, it was the real deal. It was crazy. Wow. Wait, crazy. Is, Dylan, Part did you tell me you did this with like your family, your mom? No, no, not my family, but I, I did it by myself. I did, I, I did it by myself in, at the Chelsea Hotel where Janis Joplin used to live. Whoa, there was that, probably some crazy spirits there. Crazy spirits. That is such a chic place to do any kind of drug. That's amazing. I know. Yeah. I know. I was just at the Chelsea Hotel, darling. You said ego, yeah. ego debt? Ego I'm death. Like, what is it? Ego death. Oh, what is what is that? Ego I've never death heard that term. Is is where the your sense of yourself completely dies and you you don't have any sense of who you are and your identity. So you're just a fabric of energy in the universe. It 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 was truly in I've experienced nothing like that. It was truly Whoa. crazy. That was that an incredible awesome. distillation. You really yeah. are a master of language. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> what I want to be famous for. Language <laughs> and and ma mastering that. I'd well, say you're already there, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> you're well on your way. I got one Thank more you. question, though. I wonder this with drugs. Can So, and pardon my ignorance. So, like, on, what'd you say the name of that drug was? Bufo. 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 It's like frog um, toad. Yeah, toad, toad venom. venom. That's yeah. that one. It's Italian ayahuasca. <laughs> if you had to, could you have, like, driven a car or does it alter your state so you can't do anything? Oh, You're no, completely no. unconscious. You and you have to have people there to protect you so you don't yeah. jump out a window. <laughs> Sounds fucking so buck. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. How I'll tell you, you this about ayahuasca. Or I haven't done bufo, but ayahuasca, I had, and I'm like, I'm not, I don't do drugs um, anymore. Like, I, I like a mushroom is really what I like these days, but mm. uh, only. But I, when I did ayahuasca, it is so severe that. My one of my first thoughts was, thank God I've done drugs before, because I cannot imagine what it would have been like had you never done a psychedelic before, because yeah. it is the it is however extreme you think it is. 
It is 50 times more extreme than that. Wow. Yeah. That sounds sounds terrible. That's a great point. I never, I'd always just assume everyone going into ayahuasca has the same amount of drug experience. But like some people go in never having done other drugs. What a fucking Yeah, because there's nothing about it that is recreational in the slightest. Like there's nothing, like it's, it is like a deep experience. There's nothing like fun or light about it. Yeah, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what's fun and light is going to see Blair Saki uh, perform stand-up comedy live. Now, where <laughs> where can goes. people do that uh, in the coming days and months? Okay, well, this comes you out June twenty second. I am newly, um, I am newly go uh, pass at the comedy store. Hey! So that's a fun thing where you can see me in LA now regularly. I'm excited about, and then. For the rest of the year, I am on tour with Ron Funches. And then in the fall, I'm on tour with Anthony Jeselnik. And then I have my own dates, too. I guess if you care about that, look them up. <laughs> Where can they find those? On my website, BlairSockey.com or my Instagram. Was that a good sell? <laughs> yeah. I'm buying. I'm a Yeah, dude. You're making them come to you. That's smart. That's smart. Go to the Big Dog's website. Go peep the dates. <laughs> www.runwithabigdog.com slash get off the porch. Yeah, have a night off the porch on the Big Dog. Saki and Rocky. Saki and Rocky. By Ian Carmel. It's Blair's three-day comedy slash wine festival, Saki and the Rockies. Yeah, dude. <gasps> That'd be so cool. That'd be great. It's just you and a lot of your favorite bands. Oh my and god! Red, and Red Rocks and the Good Vibes Gang and the Good Vibes Gang is gonna be there on the grill. We're not even doing comedy. Oh god! Quick, co- who gives a fuck about comedy? I want to no. stay on the grill. We're sautéing onions. We're just on the onion. My name is Ian Carmel at Ian Carmel on Twitter at Ian Carmel on Instagram at Ian Carmel on uh, Jewish TikTok and Ian Carmel on regular TikTok. I'm on both of those TikToks. Just as Ian Carmel. I'm I'm on TikTok now. <laughs> I I see that. I like that you're posting. I'm straight up posting. I I I realize that this is the the way of the future. I have to have a presence. Yeah. On these Can apps. I say you've been getting my likes, brother? Don't Thank think you. I haven't seen you on there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh Same. yeah, the big dog throwing yeah. out those likes. <laughs> I'll take them. I'll take all the yeah. likes I can get on there. You know what? <laughs> One thing about me. I love TikTok. It's my favorite. <laughs> I love to be a spectator. Don't really post much. Love yeah. to just view on the TikTok. I enjoy it genuinely. Unlike every other form of social media. I'm kind of getting into it now. I never watched videos before. And now I'm like, oh, I get it. You know, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll sit in my car after I get home for 15 minutes and just watch TikToks. My favorite TikTok account is this Swedish woman who dives into cold water and she just, her skin looks incredible. She dives into cold bodies of water and you just see her. She like do sounds. She like does it to sound. She's like holding ice and it's, very cathartic to me. I don't know why, but I'm What's like, if name? she can, oh my God, I'm blanking on her name, but she's a Swedish, <laughs> Swedish girl in, I hold cold water. And it's like, if she can do that, I can do my chores. You know? so when you come across her on, again, on your for you, 
You got to toss that handle over to your, to your boys over here. Run that flag up the flagpole. Yeah. Absolutely sharing in the Zoom chat. Yes. Yeah. yes. Maybe it's like a, Twi- a TikTok account that you can't, f- it has to find you. Oh. <laughs> yes. The ice cold life doesn't choose you. You choose, as yeah. I messed the yeah, up, but you it's, know what I was going. We, right, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Like yeah. it, 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 this lady, this very cold Swedish lady, I, I, people, <laughs> people are very into the cold plunging. Has anyone done like a cold plunge? Me yes. many yeah. times. Really? And I plan and I aspire and aim to get rich enough where I have one because I do believe in it. You feel Same. it? You like it? Really? It heals your nervous system. It shocks you. It wakes you up. And it, 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 I do feel when I do even do a cold shower, I feel alive and, yeah. and you're better than most people. I'm like, most people aren't doing this. I don't yeah. fuck with a cold shower. You know why? It's like going to a vegan restaurant. Like that is to me not the purpose of a shower. To me, like I want it to be a separate. I, I want it to be a separate entity, completely divorced from my bathing ritual. That like you know, like where you go to a vegan restaurant, and it's like I only order a salad or a macro bowl there. I'm never yeah. gonna order yeah. a replication of a chicken sandwich because I don't want that and I don't want my shower to be freezing because my shower is hot time I want a separate uh <laughs> vessel to do my cold plunges yeah I get yeah. that I get that my shower is hot time I'll Showers do a little bit of time. both in the shower though I'll go cold hot Same. I'll go cold hot yeah ending on cold in the face is ending incredible on, oh it is nice to end on cold in the face yeah yeah they say that's really good too, and uh, um to put your face in ice water because your face has all the nerve endings to regulate your your nervous system you shit yes uh i have only done cold plunges in football back in high school and they were just (laughs) awful back then because they were just (laughs) big garbage like they were like garbage cans full of ice and water that you just had to hop into and then hop out of and you can see me do that on stage tonight at the denver comedy works I'll be there too. <laughs> Sean and I are going to be cold plunging on stage. We'll just mix in a little bit of stand-up comedy. I'm in uh, Denver tonight, tomorrow, and on Saturday. And then you can see me in Las Vegas at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club during NBA Summer League, July 7th, 8th, and 9th. And then I'll also just be sort of bopping around Chicago, not doing any shows right before that. But if you see, if you think you see me in Chicago, you did. <laughs> well, I can't see, wait to see you fellas on stage tonight in Denver. It's gonna be great. It's gonna. We're all gonna be up there. You, me, Funch, Malcolm Funch, <laughs> Dylan's flying out. I will. I'll yeah. do. Yeah. It's gonna be tight, man. David's getting back from Bolivia today, so yeah, he'll probably be hanging out. Producer nice. Isaac's gonna be there, dude. Just quietly, but he'll be there. Yeah, in the cut. Yeah. After he in gets off his call. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It'll be, he'll be getting out. He'll be finishing up his call right as he walks on stage. <laughs> uh, but enough about that. We are here for one reason and one reason only. And that reason is to all fantasy, everything, fantasy draft things we wish we were famous for. Now, the way we determine the order of this draft is through a rollicking game of rock, paper, scissors. And we throw on shoot. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Whoa. Oh, three scissors. We got to go again. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, oh wow. Oh, three different ones. We got to go again. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. 
Oh, Blair, Blair wins. A natural win. The Blair smashed. <laughs> Blair smashed. Uh, I haven't wanted to say that. It was funny. A rock on two says it. <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta say, boys, I uh, did not anticipate winning one of those games. Uh, never won in rock, paper, scissors before in my life. <laughs> the ti- the group timing synergy of it all gives me so much worry and anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking knocked it out of the park, though. You overcame it. If anything, Killed you it. took that nervous energy and you translated it into a dominant victory in rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> That's what ayahuasca does. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's fully in touch. She knows that love is the answer to every question. Absolutely. Uh, and and the, the rock of love in this case. I usually try not to bring up ayahuasca because it feels too on the nose. Like, if, if you look at me, you already know I've done it. So I usually try to keep it under wraps. <laughs> the Hunter S. Thompson sunglasses during the podcast do say I've done ayahuasca. Yeah. If you took those off, I wouldn't think ayahuasca. But those, you know. Those are like, yeah, ayahuasca. <laughs> Uh, as the winner, it is incumbent upon you to determine the order of today's draft. But before you do that, Blair, I will remind you, it is a serpentine draft. What is that? I hear you. That's a, that's a great question. It's uh, it's like if you're riding a beach cruiser, you like you just go side to side, you know, but you'd spend more time on either side. So you kind of go down the right side a little bit, then go over to the left, go down the left side a little bit, go to the right a little bit, go down the right side a little bit, and then just go back over. It's kind of. Uh-oh, I think I should have paid more attention in math class. I have no idea what the <laughs> fuck is going on. <laughs> That's all that ayahuasca. <laughs> well, basically, if you pick fourth in the first round, you pick first in the second round. It's a serpentine draft like that, snake style. Uh, now, with that in mind, Blair, what will the order of today's draft be? Ian, can I just uh, cut the shit and ask you what the best position for me to pick is? Well, it depends. I, I it all, th- it's tough, man. I kind of think on this one, you like. Can I just cut the shit? Because it's not, it's not, compa- it's not as competitive. Let's just cut the shit and get serious. So yeah. I kind of think you almost go, you almost go fourth. You see the way the field plays out, and then you're like, all right, you get two back to back at the end of the at first round, you know. Because if you go first, there's no. It's not like we're drafting something where there's scarcity here. I have a tough time going first with stuff like this because I don't want to sound like a like a lunatic. Make Sean go first. I think I I think I want to go first and sound like a lunatic. There it is. There it is. I think Where's I'm first? gonna. I think I'm gonna bet against myself. <laughs> murder it. <laughs> Where's first? Okay. Okay. Here mm. we go, boys. Who else? Wait. Do I go? No, what's well, the order? No, you got to determine the first. rest of the order. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah, I wish power. I lost the rock, paper, scissors. I don't want to. We're family here. You're I putting a lot of hair on yourself. <laughs> you're, you're all right. It's pretty low stakes. Oh, my. No, I can't. You should please. No, I abdicate the throne. <laughs> no, no, you can't do it, Blair. You, you can't do it, Blair. You have to choose the order. This is a tough love for the family moment. You have to do it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I'd be so much further along if I knew how to do assert myself. Um, okay. Ah, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, oh, I guess I'm going to go awesome. um, Dylan because yeah. because yeah. Um, I'm going to go Dylan because he's a guest. That feels right. Um, yes. In the yeah. brotherhood. And um, and then uh, in no, sisterhood. And then. Sister in the sisterhood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always refer to myself as a man. I'm not sure why. Um, and <laughs> and uh, uh, Ian Sean. 
Ian Sean. <laughs> hot corner. Yeah, in the hot there corner. it is. There it is. The back order today, Blair, Dylan, Ian, Sean. Over five rounds, we will be fantasy drafting. Things we wish we were famous for. Each of us making five picks. And we will get to that first pick right after this short break. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And we're back. Welcome back to All Fantasy Everything, the only podcast that has ever existed. This is it. This is the only podcast we're drafting. Things you wish you were famous for. Blair Saki has the first pick. Blair, what is that first pick? Okay, all right, uh, brothers. I would like to be famous for being the first 5'6 white woman to reverse 360 dunk. I think that would be a really fun thing to do. I would also like to break the backboard like Shaquille O'Neal oh, and then no. roar after. That was my I, first pick. I would like to roar like the lion at the beginning of an MGM movie and then all the where, players have would dunk whoa, on. Whoa, 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 this whoa. is all part of it. This is all part of it. No, this is all part of it. Don't yeah, try. It is? Don't try. Yeah. And, don't okay. try and get right. in the middle. I like to roar like lore, like a lion after, like at the beginning of an MGM movie, and then all the players I would dunk on would just walk away silently, chewing on their mouth guards and the front of their jerseys, and I would be the most powerful little guy out there. Zeus, a Greek <laughs> god, would bow down to me after my reverse three sixty dunk. <laughs> so. All I had was shatter the backboard. <laughs> that was my, my first pick was shatter the backboard. You and just, that's why you couldn't go first, you bro. Put, you put it, you lit it on fire right there. That was yeah. fantastic. It was perfect. Painted a whole scene. I can see it in my head. That was amazing. Oh, dude. There's nothing that could be better than that. What is this, an, is this in an NBA game? Is this a WNBA game? Is this on the playground? What are we, what are we talking here? 
Um, I want. I always want to lift up uh my sisters in mm-hmm. the WNBA, but I'm gonna have to go with the NBA. Sorry. What team do you see yourself on when this happens? Well, you know, I grew up um in a Laker family. Yeah. Um, the Lakers have been different uh the last <laughs> several years. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I'd have to go Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. The Lakers. And who are you dunking? Is it a Celtics? Is it a natural rivalry? Are you dunking on the Clippers? What's going on here? Oh, yeah. I'm definitely uh, dunking on a green ass. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> you know, I was uh, I was real in my youth during those three-peats. Um, during when Paul Pierce had to be wheeled off the court in a goddamn... Um, wheelchair when then he got up jumping springing up after I you know like, the story oh. about the wheelchair it's because he crapped his pants right oh, I there's a that. there's a there's a rumor <laughs> and he has had to talk about it in the press he's, and he's not that guy it's hilarious. You know, I, you're not a basketball fan are you i have no idea no, any I, words that were just said so Sorry, paul pierce no paul, I pierce, love it. paul pierce played for the boston celtics uh-huh. and in the nba finals like <laughs> fell over and then had to be wheelchaired off the court. And for so- somehow, I don't even remember how. And you can, if you want to know more, you can go look it up online. A rumor got started that he shit his pants. And that's why he had to be. <laughs> and he didn't want to move because oh. it would like, he felt that it may spill or something, right? Because he was wearing white shorts. But is that true, guys? I don't think so. Well, I mean, okay. He wasn't hurt. So, I mean, something. Not bad happened. But I think he was just trying to change up the energy because it was like wild inertia in that moment. That's a good that's a good point. That might like, have been it. Like I don't think they had any timeouts left, you know? Because he came back as if literally nothing happened and I was like, You pussy or you incredible <laughs> actress, a player coach. I, I don't know. I could I I like to think he crapped his pants a little bit. I think that's the fun one. I go with that. He's been cagey on yeah, the story. He's like he's kind of changed his story on it a couple times. He's been like, I actually did have to poop, and then other times he's been like, no, no, that wasn't it. I hurt my knee, but it was in like a very crucial moment of the finals, so it couldn't yeah. have been on a bigger stage. Can you imagine if you shit your pants in the NBA Finals, a no. white pants? Oh my no. god, the white pants. That's the bummer part. Maybe it's maybe he shit his pants because you dunked on him so hard. That reverse 360 backboard shatter. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like yeah. Right. That could be an unfortunate <laughs> consequence of my reverse 360 dunk. <laughs> <laughs> right when you roar, he's like, oh, my God, I crap my pants. Larry, you roared. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was the dunk or the ferocious roar that did it. <laughs> Have any of you had to leave the stage to use the bathroom in the middle of the set? I almost did. Really? I almost did once. I had a poop so bad I had the chills on stage. And I, but then. You're only uh, thinking about that. Exactly. With the grace of God, I sucked it back in and I didn't (laughs) think about it for the, but I had chills. I had a shit so bad. And it was a long, you were doing a long set. I was doing 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. It's awful when it happens in public. Sometimes when I'm at home and that and that situation arises, there's almost something cathartic about it where you're like, all right, I needed that out of my body. Yeah. For whatever reason. But out in public, that's scary. Thank God for that single occupancy Dude, bathroom. Dude, I don't know. 
I don't know what it would have happened if I was in a stall bathroom. Like it was an exorcism. It was like a karmic <laughs> retribution I was experiencing for some ill-advised thing I said about someone sometime. I don't know. It was horrific. It was like Satan satanic. I was walking home from from an improv show. This was before I did stand up. And I like had eaten at this pita place that had given me food poisoning before. I don't know why I went there. And it had given me food poisoning again. And it hit as I was walking across uh, the Burnside Bridge in Portland. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to find a bathroom right now. <gasps> and I somehow, through like a miracle of like perseverance, made it to this bar called the Jolly Roger. Which oh, is, it's the one of the worst bathrooms. Well, you, you fucking blew the the punchline, dude. Oh, no, I didn't. Well, it's 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 it, you just you just ruined you just ruined my joke. <laughs> All right, let's I just building, shut it. Everybody, building, close your computer. I was building up. I was building up to how gross the bathroom was. I'm not gonna finish the story. I'm not. You officiated my wedding. I'm sorry. I'm story. not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. Sean, uh, Dylan Blair, will you just pretend like you're not here for a second? It's gonna feel weird if you don't finish the story, man. Yeah. I just need to have like a little family show. Like How'd Shonda, you make it really, all the way to the really... Jolly Roger? How about that? There's plenty of bathrooms from the bridge to the Jolly Roger. There and it's weren't not even close any, to Burnside. There like it, it, there like weren't any suitable bathrooms. Like, I don't know. Stuff was like either closed or this was like, this was also like 12, 15 years ago, maybe. So like I made it to the Jolly Roger where, and like I walked in there. The bathroom is the, like Sean said, it's the grossest bathroom we've ever seen. And the stall doesn't have a door on it. No, no. Oh. There's no, no door on it. No, it I'm so like, worried for you right now. I'm so oh, worried. God. It's just a toilet with no door and there's uh-huh. like a urinal no. next to it. And I was just like, it has to happen here. And there's Ooh. no lock. You can't oh, lock no. the, there's the big no, door. No. So. There's no anything. So you just had to like go in and just like deal with it. And if somebody walked in, <gasps> nobody walked in. Thank God. But like if somebody walked in, you just have to be like, had you, to happen. <laughs> you've been at this place in your life, and I'm at this place now, and it just happened to be at the Jolly Roger. So I'm sorry if any. I know you're grossed out, but you would need. Please just feel empathy. Find whatever empathy is inside of you. Oh it my was, God! The the Carmel Guardian Angels were with you that they day. They were with me that night. Mm-hmm. They were with, like, or whoever walked by the bathroom could feel the energy of someone having like absolute food poisoning diarrhea. It was terrible. Fuck. Yeah. I remember one time in high school, I, I was, I had a horrible experience like that. That was that I I had to rush to the bathroom. And then I heard there is this guy who started kicking open the doors of every, of every like stall. And he got to mine and he kicked it open and he saw me, but then he just kind of like walked away and he was a freshman and I was a senior. I'm like, oh, how dare you make me feel powerless? Yeah. Freshman. That's not a freshman move. What kind of, what did this guy go on to do? He either runs a fortune 500 company or is a serial killer. I think the second. You don't get much more powerless than sitting on the stall when someone kicked the door open too. That's a real like, well, I'm, I'm very vulnerable. I was so vulnerable. We didn't even have doors in our high school. They took all the doors off the every guy's bathroom and every stall door. They took all of them off because so many kids were doing bad stuff. So That's, we didn't but, have. But but what if you have to shit? That's yeah. like inhumane. You had to do it in the open. Pretty much. And that's no, why no. nobody nobody did. You could go to the gym locker room. So you could go at gym. They had around the corner that like around the shower. There still weren't doors, but you like people knew sometimes you could do that. But otherwise, every single bathroom in my middle school and high school, all the doors were gone in all the guys bathrooms. 
<laughs> Pretty crazy. Girls had wow. It? Girls had them, yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> That's kind of hot, though. Yeah. yeah, it was. I mean, you it know. was. You know, you couldn't do anything gnarly. That's for sure. That's kind of like the Stonewall bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. are they just wide open? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. So it's a free flowing exchange. Basically, men aren't allowed to shit anywhere unless no. it's like it's like prison shitting. Yeah. You yeah. You really shit. had to go if you had to do it. Yeah, because I did a few times. You just had to go like push. <laughs> just like try to hurry. Just like go, 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 go. I guess there's a high premium on the furthest down stall, probably. And this is here you go. I'm going to make myself sound terrible, but uh, sometimes people, <laughs> sometimes people would pee on the toilet paper. <laughs> So you couldn't do anything. <laughs> Can I yeah. say something? Men yeah. are not right. <laughs> I have never understood that ca- that the, the the bathroom chaotic person. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy to think about that. Like why why would you do that? But it's all self harm. It's all self harm. Yeah. It's cutting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never did that at school. I did do that at the public pool a couple of times. I'm being honest. I did when I was like a little kid, like eight, nine or something. Pete on the toilet paper. Wow. <laughs> wow. Never at school, though. You've come a long way, Sean. Yeah, yeah hurt people hurt people. Blair's <laughs> yeah. yeah. first pick is to be the first five, six white lady to reverse 360 dunk, roaring like a, the MGM lion, backboard shattering, <laughs> players walking away, silently chewing on their mouth guards. Dylan, it's time for your first pick. Oh, my God. It's hard to follow that. But I want to be the gay who is asked to write the Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman king. Blanchett Kate, you're a genius. Bailey, you are all of us. Hung child. I want to be the gay man who is asked to for an award show. It's like Cindy Lauper wants to do a fun thing celebrating the young thing. And I'm like, okay, you're going to do a cartwheel. Point to the camera. Be like, the girlies are in the house. And I'm like, something like that. I want to create that viral moment. I want to write the music i want to choreograph it i want to write the lyrics i that is what i want to be known for the gay who writes that song like you're the you're the guy in town you're like the specialist where we're like hey yeah michelle pfeiffer wants to salute the young stars of today and she wants to do like a fun little song and dance thing yeah we gotta get dylan adler exact 100 (laughs) percent yeah yes This feels obtainable for you, actually. This feels like it's this. I can see this happening within the next couple of years. Uh, I mean, I truly I mean, I've always I've loved award shows and I love I love, um, uh, you know, numbers. I love when it's fun like that. I love writing music. So if I could if I could just get in there and write a song for one of these women to just do I would, I would be, I would really, the, there's nothing higher than that. What is me. the, like, what is the specific, like, th- there's an alchemy almost to these moments. Like, well, like, what, is, like, what is it? Like, how, where does this, the woman doing it have to be in her career? Like, like, yes. can you break it down? Yeah. Ideally, it is a woman at the, who is so established in her career, like a, a like a actress, like I don't know Meryl Streep in any in some world. She wants to like 
do something fun for the kids and like get irrelevant. <laughs> and so she's like, okay, um, for Pride Month, I want to do like a thing at the whatever award show where I'm honor I'm honoring all the all the films and and so then like I'm like okay. So we book a rehearsal studio like Pearl Studios for a week. We, you know, do the work with a choreographer and then I write the music and she and 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 then we it, we plan it and then it and then and then it happens. It's like a, I think, it'll be like it's not, not not Sigourney Weaver who's like uh Jamie Lee Curtis was she just having a moment, right? She could do yeah, I mean Jamie oh, Lee Curtis could do one for sure, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I would love to do that with Jamie. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis at like a Glad Gala do it like yes like, yeah she's like activia Olivia. i'm gonna yeah, the, the digestiva. yeah like i could I'm, I'm i'm already excited yeah digestiva absolutely. yeah yeah she uh uh oh what's her what's her what's the woman's name who did the angela bassett uh ariana dubose ariana dubose yeah yeah she's come around on it right she's like not embarrassed absolutely. she's like fully embraced like yeah yeah I think she's embraced it, and it's so fun. I think the the funniest thing about it was she was giving everything, and the audience was giving nothing. So it was just <laughs> yeah. kind of like, um, but it's tough, uh, yeah, very tough. And she, I, she actually wrote all those words. I didn't realize that. Oh, Someone she did. Else she wrote, wrote the it. Music. She wrote it. She oh wrote my it. God, that oh, makes yeah. it even better. Yeah, she big wrote, revelation here. Big revelation, and. <laughs> So someone had to write the music and the choreography in it. So she wrote all that and she like really wanted to do that. She was excited to do that. And I think it was just kind of so it was such a and I literally I'm a theater gay and I learned who the fuck Ariana DeBose was through that. So yeah. I think I don't know. It can help. It can help careers. So it's one of those. It's there's like a lesson that where it's like you. You try to create these moments, you know, when you're like working entertainment, especially like what we did in late night, where you're like, you want to make something that travels, you want to make something that travels. Yeah. And then yeah. somehow just these weird like ephemeral forces come together and make something like the best, worst, best thing you've ever seen in your entire <laughs> <Yes>. life. <laughs> yeah. Somehow you can't control it. It's hard to replicate something like that. Yes. Yeah. But you'll be famous for, you know, lassoing Many. the whirlwind. Yeah, many I, I, I want I want to write that for one of those. I want to write that song. I want to write it for the girl for those girl. Yeah. That's an excellent pick. This is yeah. why that's gonna happen. In this situation, yeah. I would have benefited tremendously from going first because my picks are they pale in comparison to these first two. So were you gonna take uh, being the theater gay who was asked to write the? <laughs> yeah, both top top two things off my list. You're gone. Always doing that. You're stealing my jokes. So. I've been doing it for years. Ever since they yeah. took the doors off our bathrooms, I tell you, I'm out here <laughs> stealing stuff. So we had some technical difficulties. You had the, some technical difficulties. We had we had we all had some technical <laughs> all together as a family. We had some technical difficulties. Uh. It, it, and I think it's because the world was quaking in anticipation <laughs> yeah, of Sean Jordan's first pick. And it was throwing off like magnetic rays. Wait, no, no, disrupted. I'm fourth. Oh, wait, you are. Oh, it's uh -huh. my first pick. Yeah, geez, you scared the bejesus out of me. I will go third. The world was still quaking in anticipation of your first pick. I just happen to have the next one. I so feel like you're going to be a buffer <laughs> for mine. My shit's so basic. I feel like you're going to. 
Maybe not. Maybe I'm just not giving you enough credit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, with my first pick, I would like to be famous for being a reformed art thief who now helps catch other art thieves. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's fun. wow. Oh, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. That's really cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I wear, I wear, like, you know what I mean? Like, immaculate, immaculate wardrobe. I still have a lot of money. Like, obviously, there's some, there's some heists they didn't pin me for, you know? Like, uh-huh. and I got out of the game. I just have, like, endless reserves of money. And I'm, there's, like, a New Yorker profile about me. I'm the one... When there's like when people break into like the Berlin Museum of Modern Art and steal a bunch of like munches or whatever, I'm the one who they bring in to help track down the art thief. Oh my god, you're like part two of Inside Man. It's a little Inside Manny. It's yeah. a little Thomas Crown affair. I'm definitely on big boats. I'm definitely on catamarans oh. a lot. I definitely catamarans. have a lot of flowing shirts. Mm-hmm. You can see me in a cravat if you time your life right. Like it's that I'm. It, that's the kind of thing I've got going. A lot of time in cafes with very small coffees. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> what oh. made you stop stealing the art? What changed? I, I realized that like I was steal I was stealing this art and then I was selling it to people where they would just put it in their houses and no one could ever see it. So I was like taking it from museums and then selling it to people. And one day when I was in the Guggenheim about to steal, I was about to steal like a beautiful uh, Manet and I saw a child walk up to it and I saw like the light in this child's eyes. Like I saw just like synapses forming, like an appreciation for this art tugging on like his, his dad's sleeve. And the dad walked over and kneeled down and put his arm around the kid and started pointing stuff out about the painting, the very painting that I was about to steal later that night. And I said, this has to stop. This has to stop now. Wow. Wow. That was it for me. That was it for me. Life wow. is such a roller coaster. Yeah. I spent the rest of my life just sort of trying to make sure that moment happens as often as possible. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm yeah. stunned right now. Yeah. Do you, yeah. did you want to be an artist yourself? And was it like a, you know, jealousy I maybe? To, when I was at, uh, in this situation, when I was at, I went to, uh, Eaton. And then when I was in Oxford, I was definitely, even though I was American, I was definitely studying a lot of art history and stuff uh-huh. like that. Yeah. But I was also, I was, you could, I also played rugby. I was on the ropes course, you know, like <laughs> a lot of that kind of stuff. And I was a, I was a scholarship kid. I didn't have the same money as everybody else. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time around all these like very rich, very privileged, like yeah. British upper crust society people. Uh-huh. But I didn't have the same thing. And they had all these wonderful things. They would go to, you know, they would go to Stott to go skiing during winter break. I would have to go back home and like work the entire time. And I started to covet these very nice things. And that led me into a life of like art, you know, thievery. But eventually I realized the error of my ways. Wow. That's beautiful. Majestic. This is all in the profile. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. Um, Oh, you guys are making me feel like I've never been on this show before. (laughs) (laughs) This is so ridiculous. The stuff that I'm about to say. Sean, you are valuable, you are smart, and you are kind. <laughs> I, did, I did pretty well. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. I did pretty well in the freezer foods draft, which would have been last week in the time that this comes out. So, so I can, oh I can God. beef it freezer on one. Freezer foods? Uh, oh, yeah. If you think I'm not listening to that one, you're out of your fucking mind. I think freezer foods was two weeks ago when this came out because it just dropped. I did? It just dropped on Thursday. Freezer oil foods? Yeah, it's out. 
in the world, dude. Oh, it did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I did all right on that one. So yeah, anyway, you you're also I handsome. You're forthright. You're oh tall. my gosh. Yeah, it's yes. Happily married with a child. You're a good driver. Skateboarder. Yeah. Beloved friend. Your Comedy Central set was amazing. Wow. No. Oh, was yeah, your late late show. Back set. at you, my friend. Yeah. It was fun, man. It was fun. You've got a great handshake and a beautiful head of hair. <laughs> Yeah, tall, too. You're also yeah. tall. Yeah. Tight ass. Tight ass, oh, dude. dude. You can bounce a quarter off that thing. Yeah. You know, I was getting fitted for a suit for my... And thank you, by the way, Dylan. This brings to mind this story. I was... I don't know. not saying if I do or do not, but I was getting fitted for my suit. And the tailor, he got to like right around my... Right at the bottom of my butt. And he goes, you do skateboard. I was like, well... <laughs> well, well, thank you. Because we so had been hot. small talking a little bit. But yeah, oh my God. Like, Holy fuckers, thanks, man. Chat. And then yeah. what happened? <laughs> and then I asked him, I was like, do you really call it dressing to the right or the left? And he goes, yeah, we do really call it that. I never believed that. When they say you dress to the right or the left, like which way does your penis hang? When you... Oh. On like if it hangs or whatever. And I asked him if that was true or just something people have made up over the years. And he's like, no, it's true. Some people like you have to plan where it's going to go if you're fitting a suit. I have never heard of this in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't know. You can learn the craziest things talking to men. Yeah. <laughs> he also told me X, Y, Z because my, my fly was down. I've never heard that. It means examine your zipper. Never oh, knew yeah. that either. That's so, classic. Examine. He I've wanted to fuck that. that ass. Can I just say that is, uh, that's. We had a rapport. Me and this man. And he, man, I, it was a, it was a good suit. Good cheap suit. I was excited. Yeah. About. You want your tailor to be gay. I think. Yeah. yeah. You hope for it. I think so. At least a yeah. little. You want her to be gay or very old and British. Or, yeah. or very old and from Hong Kong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think those are the three. Uh, Sean Jordan, what is your first and then your second pick? Well, okay. So my, this is. This don't is get stage fright, Sean. We just told you what it is. Come on. Let it fly, brother. Mm -hmm. My first pick let was. It dress to the right, baby. X, Y, Z. Just to say, my first pick was. Be the first person to shatter a backboard. Well, I cannot no, take wasn't. that now. No, it but wasn't that's what because it was. That, was, that was Blair's pick. So no, it so, wasn't. I want to be famous for swimming from Los Angeles to Hawaii. Whoa. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I don't know how it works. I don't know if you can be in the water that long even. I don't know if I have to have a boat and anchor it. And then I sleep on the boat. And then I get back in the water where it anchored. And then I swim for a whole nother day. But I want to be... <laughs> Sean Amelia Earhart. Yeah. <laughs> when people do that kind of thing, like somebody yeah. swam from like New York to England, they, or maybe it was something, it was some incredible length. Maybe that's what, not what it was, but they do. They sleep on a boat that like anchors where they get done that day and they sleep on that. And they, and the boat kind of follows them. There's this weird like net, at least from what I saw, there's like a net that's built out from the boat that they swim within. And the boat, like, kind of, like, chugs along beside it. So it's not absolutely, like, breathtakingly terrifying. In my mind, yeah, I'm, like, I'm a little more open water than that. Like, the boat is away from me. But, yeah, I don't know. It'd just be, how sick would that be? L Luna bars, kind <laughs> bars. What do you, what do you, how are you preparing? I imagine, yeah. Luna, yeah. Luna bars, kind bars, cliff bars. Yes. 
That's got to be bars. the worst part of the whole thing. <laughs> Damn, yeah, a, bar, a bar? A bar? Not a good food. No way. You don't like no a bar? Thanks. <laughs> no, no thanks. Rather I wither away than eat that brick gross. of shit. You kidding me? I love bars. I love bars. I got to be the dissenting voice in this. I, I don't know why. I'm right I'm in the in. middle. I like a I'm cliff in. bar, but they're not as good for you as people think. A cliff bar specifically. There's so much sugar, right? So it's sure, not yeah. actually that great for you. Yeah. So now when I figured that out, it's like, ah, whatever. I'll just have oh, my Skittles. Blair is skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for everyone to just drop into the truth right now. I don't mind bar on an airplane. You know, bar, when it's essential, I will absolutely eat a bar. But it does taste so factory. It yeah. tastes so factory. And if I could, you know, I actually don't mind orgain muscle, that that protein powder, that stuff I like. Right. But a bar, hmm, it really depends. It has to be one of those X bars where it's like, this is just two eggs and two dates. That's the one I do. The, that's I like that. Bar. I yeah. like that one. That's it. I like those that's ones. That's it. It's, they're like nine peanuts, three dates. Uh-huh. No big deal. That's the what big dog here. is that's not having it. <laughs> no, I just think this whole conversation is sad and I just wish better for all of you. And I think one day I hope you all reach the point where you furtively decide to stop robbing yourselves of joy and real food. And I look forward to when that day comes. It's an airplane specific thing for me. It's an I it's specifically I eat it on an airplane when there's so not a better emergency option. life or death situation. <laughs> emergency life or death situations. Yeah. It's easy to have, like it's easy just to have in a backpack. You could throw like four of them in a backpack. This will happen where like if I'm you're in some city and there's just nothing open at two or whatever and you really want something, have a few bars in your bag and it's always a it's a decent little go to. That's pretty oh, much yeah, my version. Sure, of, but- you know what the big dog does. You won't catch me without uh, five to seven uh, grass-fed meat sticks in my backpack. No, I roll deep. I, you won't catch me in that situation. You won't catch me off guard. I love those, but I got. I had to watch. Start watching my sodium, and those things go heavy in the salt. Is that true? Oh, yeah, they do. It's true that I had to start watching my sodium. I don't think it's true For that me, you do. Maybe, maybe that's why I, I have high cholesterol. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't be the sodium. That would be the cholesterol. I mean, that would be the cholesterol in there. But if your blood pressure is good, you're good. Oh, yeah. My my blood pressure is tight as hell. Yeah, you're all right then. Uh, uh, so, yes. Swimming <laughs> That When I went in, uh, my doctor, he the last time I got like a full-on checkup, he did everything. And then I think it was cholesterol. He leaned in and he goes... I'm not thrilled about your cholesterol. <laughs> he goes, everything else is fine. He said it just like that. And I go, okay, so. You have a gay doctor too. Say, <laughs> <laughs> my doctor told me to go on a diet for three months and come back. And I said, you wish, bitch. <laughs> I said, you wish, bitch. No anyway, chance. Swimming, no chance. To, swimming to Hawaii. And then second pick. I'd like to wait, be the only. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I, I mean, I'm, ju- I'm looking into like according to Chat GPT, it would take several weeks. The, the distance between California and Hawaii is roughly 2,400 miles. Ugh. So, for physically possible to swim non nonstop, it would take an Olympic level endurance swimmer several weeks. Nonstop, no sleeping. <laughs> nonstop, and it's saying this wow. is not a safe or a realistic endeavor. Ocean currents, weather conditions. 
Sharks, other marine sure. life make it extremely dangerous. More like sharks from all those bars. Listen, I don't care what I don't care what a, I don't care what a robot you know where has you to don't say. need doors to shit. <laughs> no, sir, the ocean. God's giant bathroom. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd be I would be in the water the whole time. My I would be my skin would be gone by the time I got to Hawaii. It would be. I say Hawaii. I'm just, Hawaii. You know, that kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, second, you're a local. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, not some howley. I the second pick is I would like to be the only NFL receiver who never dropped a pass. <gasps> wow. What would your nickname oh, be? Cool. Mr. Sticky Perfect. hands, dude. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Perfect. Well, I can't have the same nickname in this that I do in general. So yeah, I think true. since this is like a fictional situation, it'd have to be like, yeah, I don't yeah. know, sticky hands or something. What if, they, I mean, you can accomplish this by catching one pass and retiring. I might do that. I mean, if <laughs> it, I wonder how many, I wonder how many you'd have to catch in a row from rookie, like your first pass moving forward, how many you'd have to catch in a row before you did entertain that as being like, should I, should I just stop playing? Like if you should caught out? 70 passes in a row from, you know, first two seasons, you never dropped a pass. It would enter your mind like if I had stopped right now, I technically would be I would have that record. Are you in this situation like an amazing receiver or or is this just kind of like a quirk where it's like, you know, he's like you're like you're like the third best receiver on your team. And then yeah, one not day like great. a stat, a stat guy's just like, you know, what's crazy is he only catches like two a game. But he's never dropped one. It's like, it's just the one thing that I, it's like the Goodwill hunting where it's like, I just, I got this. This is the thing I have. I don't really look any different than I do right now. I'm not yeah. in phenomenal shape. But when I can get open. But you do skateboard. I do skate. And we'll talk about tell. it later. And you have a well tailored suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like when, when the coverage trips or something and I just so happen to get open, I catch the ball. Every time. Every single time I catch the ball. It's just something I can do. Have you ever caught a ball that like a really good quarterback has thrown? Never. I've always wanted to. There's that there's that story about Brett Favre. He was playing catch with a reporter. I think it's Brett Favre. And they go, hey, Brett, put something on it. And then he broke his finger. Is that yeah. Brett Favre? Yeah. <laughs> it comes in crisp. I, I would love to just try to take one in the numbers. One of the many reasons of, it would have been nice for Comedy Central to pick up a comedic sports show. But we could have had like actual quarterbacks. You know, like all the people that are like, I could catch a pass from Tom Brady if he gave, if you put something on it. You're like, you no, you couldn't. It would no, hurt. you couldn't. It would hurt your hands. Yeah, it's like when you shoot a gun and then you fall back. Yes, on the yeah. ground. But it just does. It looks easy because everybody else is. Prof it's like anything when everybody is professional at it, the whole thing's gonna look a little easier than it would be if there's one professional and like 21 people that are normal at it. I don't yeah. Know. Can I tell you guys fun. something true and sad? Yes, please. I just want to open up to you guys right now in this moment. Oh, if, if I could. Please. please. I love it. In 2009. <laughs> I don't know if you're laughing or not. I, <laughs> I don't want it to be hella serious and then I'm dying laughing. Go ahead. I wrote, this is 100% true. I wrote a blog post on my blog. I used to have a blog about. Already sad. Yeah. Oh, devastating. Devastating deal. It gets much worse. <laughs> I wrote a blog post <laughs> about how much I admire how much Brett Favre loved his wife. 
I'm, I'm throwing up. I'm throwing up. Uh, and, then, like, and then like four months later. I was going to say, when did everything go down? Like right there. scandal then? comes out. And I was like, oh, people aren't as they seem all the time. My whole worldview was shattered. Dylan, B- Brett Favre then sent text pictures of his penis to a reporter. Yeah. Oh. To a, fe- a woman reporter. Like okay. uh, outside of the sacred confines of marriage. Blair, did you write a follow-up blog post? There was no follow-up oh. blog post. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have access to it? Um, no. <laughs> so, so then don't text it to me later. <laughs> no, I I don't think I do. But honestly, it'd be too sad for me to look at. Honestly, like I don't want to. I don't want to remember that that happened. Really, well, he's fallen so far since then, too. <laughs> yeah, stealing welfare to build a volleyball yeah. gym. <laughs> a bowling ball gym. Fuck a volleyball, volleyball gym. gym. A vo- I thought you said a bowling ball gym. I was like, no, you mean a bowling, a bowling alley? Bowling ball gym. <laughs> no one would have uh, faulted him for building a bowling ball gym. <laughs> yeah, well, I still couldn't take. I still couldn't take a pass from old. Mr. Picture with uh, with all the mustard he puts on it. No matter what he does, Brett Favre could be ninety, and I probably still couldn't take a pass from. No, him. not We're- in this scenario. You can. You can yeah, take you sure a. Can. You can take and easily catch the ball from Mr. Fake Faco Marriage Welfare <laughs> Volleyball Guy. And you can do it every time. That sounds every like. Time. His yeah. wife's his wife's like unfunny cousin got a hold of it. He's like, whatever, Mister <laughs> Faco Marriage <laughs> was trying was trying to get her back, and he's like, Mister Faco Marriage isn't coming over, is he? I'll break his goddamn nose. <laughs> Excellent pick, Dylan. It is time for your second pick. Oh, that's these are great. These are awesome. I needed to hear it. Okay, this is uh, this is a really embarrassing, but it's actually gen. I genuinely really want this to happen. It's I want to be at a at a at a gay club and everyone is dancing. The music is flowing. I don't know. Like I think a song like "Hips Don't Lie" is playing right now. Oh yeah, someone my hips don't exactly. And I'm on the stage and I'm dancing. And I'm dancing so slutty and so good. Someone takes a photo, a a video of me dancing slutty and good. And they're like, oh my God, this is such good slutty good dancing. (laughs) They post the video and it goes viral. Such good slutty good dancing. In the gay community. And it's like, oh my God, this guy is so good and slutty and a good dancer. And like it's re- and like it's kind of like I get recognized for that video a little bit, yeah. And like in within the gay community, even outside the gay community, but I'm just like known as a really good slutty dancer, and like people kind of <laughs> want to fuck me from that too. And that's something I genuinely—that's what I want to be kind of famous oh, for. Yes. Oh my this god, is that's amazing. an incredible pick. That's yeah. the perfect kind of famous to be. It's never going to ruin your life. Yeah. You're getting, I bet you get like some free iced coffees out of it. You know yeah. what I mean? You definitely get some hookups out of it. Like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Are you a good dancer? I don't think I'm an amazing dancer, but I love so, yes. the mood. And I hearing. love music okay. and I love to dance kind of slutty sometimes. And I just kind of want to, I, I want to be known as like, oh my God, wow, that <laughs> dancing. 
I know, you know in my heart you're a good dancer. Like I already know that. Of course, yeah, I can I'm a, tell. I'm, like, actually, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, knew yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We all knew yeah, that. I'm pretty good. You yes. answered that question like a good dancer. Yeah, I'm okay, but I do let the music infuse with my DNA and <laughs> yeah. my I do let those alleles just match. In the my music. consciousness is removed from the entire equation. It's just a. It's just sort of a uh, sacred bond between me and the beat. Yeah. Are you a good dancer? I mean, I wouldn't know. I'm I'm really never there mentally. I just kind of get taken over by whatever's playing and exist in that field. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've been yeah. told. The, the Emmys just roll in and I just turn my brain off and the choreography <laughs> just takes over. Wow. What, does this ever happen? Are there like little, are there people who like become like micro famous where you're like, where like a video will go around and then you'll see them like at a club and you're like, oh my God, you're that person who was like in that well, TikTok or whatever. For that, that's for porn for me. Like where I see oh. gay porn stars on Twitter and stuff and I see them in real life and I'm like, oh my God. But I don't want that. I don't want porn. No. I want it to be, oh, he's a good slutty dancer. You want to, you're one step. People are imagining the sex, but they haven't seen it. That's what's yes, going that's on. That's exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The porn happens in their head after they see you dancing all good. Yes, the exactly. Yeah. yeah. This there makes sense is, to me. There is a woman on Instagram that I started following like right around the beginning of COVID. Her name Ooh. is Elizabeth Warren, and we respect her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is what I need to be doing. I need to wake up, get my priorities straight. This woman, her name's Sophia something, but she does like, she'll break down a dance move and do it real slow. And it's like the, the jump, like toe, dance, whatever. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know how to do it, but she does it. And I was like, I could learn. <laughs> I could do this. Look at how slow she's doing it. And then she'll clap and she does this. And then the beat kicks in and she does it real fast. And I tried five or six different times. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what she's telling me to do. And it just I didn't it, it didn't work. But that's that's like a viral little kind of dance where I was like, oh, I, this is fun to watch. Dancing and choreography is is one I, I in my experience is one of the most like underrated skill, like it for how Shit is difficult hard, it actually is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember we were on, I'm forgive me if I've told the story before, but when I was on that show, Game On. Me and Rob Gronkowski, the professional athlete, had to work with this L.A. Lakers girl, like their dance team's choreographer, to try to teach us this dance. And like the two of us were in there for like four hours learning all the steps <laughs> of this dance. We still barely got it. It was like incredibly difficult. We just did like it was just like my brain didn't accept that kind of information. And neither did his. And he was used to like remembering really complex things. And then. James Corden showed up, who's like a, you know, like not what you think of as a professional dancer, but like has been on Broadway, yeah. definitely trained, been in musicals, all that stuff. And like showed up and like got all the moves in eight minutes. Yeah. Like, and, and like did it and then nailed it and was like, okay, you do this, 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 this. Okay. I understand that. And like, just like nailed it. Like immediately I was like, oh shit, this is actually like a really, really it should be valued and it's like very actually difficult to do like that kind of stuff. Shit's hard, dude. I wish people felt that way about stand-up, but they don't. Everybody no, they thinks don't. they can do it on the whole planet. But yeah. it is that same thing where you're like, man, it, I'm, I'll never lie to myself and say I'm good at something if I'm not. And I am horrible at dancing. I like to do it. It's fun sometimes, but... Boy, am I bad at it. You're good <laughs> in that you do it, though. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people just don't do it. And yeah. you you got you got some moves, man. I think you can't be bad at it as long as you're not self-conscious. That's what yeah. makes you a bad dancer. Because people yeah. can feel your self-consciousness. Yeah. yeah. 
Sean, you have potential with that ass, too. Yeah. <laughs> you can do a lot. This is, I've been, man, six years I've been trying to get a whole podcast going about my butt. Here we go. Next suit fitting you get, the guy's going to be like, you're a dancer, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you are a dancer. He'll ask, which do you dress to the right or left? I'll be like, both, dude. Yeah. Middle. <laughs> out. I dress out. Yeah. <laughs> I actually once mixed up my Grubhub delivery guy with my Tinder match, and I texted him, damn, you're a really good dancer. <laughs> he was like, wrong number. I was like, oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe that put the wind in his sails. Maybe that's what he needed. He went out that night and met his wife. <laughs> I hope so. Yep. That's how it goes. Uh, Blair, it's time for your second of your third picks. Okay. Oh, wait. Is that right? Yeah. That Wait. Is that? Yeah. Wait. No idea. Oh, did I skip my pick? You skipped yourself. I skipped my second pick. Let's hear it. I'm sorry about that. And then we'll get to Blair. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I want to be the third youngest person to EGOT. Woo! Yeah. I don't. There's a lot of pressure on being the youngest, I feel like. The young, the youngest person to EGOT right now is the is Robert uh, Lopez, who's like a uh, he's a he's a songwriter. So he did like he did uh, what has he done? Fro- Frozen, Book of Mormon, Avenue yeah. Q, all that okay. stuff. Currently, and then John Legend is the next youngest. Now I'm currently younger than both of those people, but I would only have a few months to catch Robert Lopez. Rita Moreno is the third youngest, and she was 45 when she did it. And I think there's something, like, it's a fun to have people drop, like, a little factoid. You know Ian Carmel's the third youngest person to win an EGOT? Absolutely. Oh, wow. What are you EGOTing for? Uh, I've got the Emmy already. Well, no, I'm, I, but I mean, what are you? Oh, so that's for writing. So, okay, continue, sir. That's for writing. The Oscar is, the Oscar is also for writing. Okay. I got to be realistic about that. That's for best adapted <laughs> screenplay. <laughs> Okay. Best Fuck adapted yeah. screenplay. Yeah. When I take NBA 2K23, there we go. <laughs> and I turn it, and adapting. I, I turn it into a uh, a a searing, but 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 funny, but searing uh, family drama about a about a NBA rookie navigating the highs and lows of that uh, lifestyle. Oh, that fucking uh, hits! Yeah, they yeah. hit. <laughs> the Grammy is for folk. When I record a album with uh, Steve Martin and his band, I go in and I I just kind of do the vocals. It turns out that like I do have like sort of an amazing folk singing voice. You know, I kind of talk <laughs> sing my way through it. You That's can the thing sing, I- Ian. You have a very good voice. It's very mm-hmm. um, you project very well. Thank you very much, and I, I return the compliment. I uh, and but it turns out that it's actually perfectly suited for folk. There's a I. I have a strep throat incident in my early 40s that actually produces this amazing gravel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, I get the folk Grammy for that. And then uh, the Tony Award is just straight up bye-bye birdie. I'm back. I'm in it. It's just <laughs> it's just best lead actor. Nobody saw it coming, but I fucking, I, I, I knock it out of the park, and that's, and that's where I'm going from here on out. Are they all roughly the same size? I've only seen an Emmy in person. Tony is kind of like humble, isn't it? Never it is kind of humble. It's light. Yeah. It's not that heavy. It's kind of small. Yeah. And it spins, right? Isn't it like the little yeah, thing yeah, in the yeah, middle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It spins. It's a spin. It's the thing that spins. Um, someone, a friend of a friend won one for orchestration and they were passing it around. Amazing. That's fun. Yeah. 
the Emmy is fucking heavy and sharp and dangerous. Big. It's cumbersome. It's a big. Yeah. It's a big one. The Oscar <laughs> is heavy too. It's got some weight to it. The Grammy isn't the Grammys like a, just a block, right? It's the it's the it's the gramophone. The gramophone, yeah. yeah. But it's like it doesn't at the end of it's like a, just a big cube, right? I mean, it's like a cube the gramophone with would like be, a little gramophone on it. Yeah. I take I want the Tony to be obviously for Tevia from Fiddler on the Roof. I was gonna say what the fuck. Yeah, I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> You've been screaming it's about that for years. It's insane. It's insane to me. <laughs> but uh, but I want to be the third youngest person. Rita Moreno is, I don't think she's going to mind being the fourth youngest. She, you know what I mean? Rita Moreno, her Hall of Fame plaque is already carved. She's locked. She's in there. But I think it would be, it'd be a fun little factoid. Anyway, that was my second pick that I forgot to do. Blair, time for your second and third picks. I look forward to it, Ian. Thank you. Yeah, I'll be front row in the cheering section. You can count on that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Here we go, boys. Let's get serious. Let's do it. I want to be famous for biting a bull shark and winning. I think that would probably be better than anything I can think of. Just a bull shark unsuspectingly meeting its maker one day. Thought I was just going to be a light appetizer. And I turned out to be this motherfucker's worst nightmare. This guy thought that he was going to get a half off happy hour bite. And I turned out to be the bigger bull shark. The Blair shark, bitch. Try me. I'm out there on an eight foot board on a glassy day. Just minding my own fucking business looking for a sick left and you thought I was unprepared psych bitch it's the Blair Shark dude little Orange County came out there I don't see it a lot out there on a glassy day <laughs> oh my god that was Bull great. sharks are fucking nasty those are the nasty ones right oh those are the big boys Ian yeah those they are like the big, the big heifer kahunas. They go after people. They like, they're like, I didn't think you were a seal. I knew you were a person. I'm coming for you anyway. That's that shark, right? Yeah. To me, in my head, in my in my brain, it's the the shark from Finding Nemo, the big boy. Yeah. And I just love the idea of it thinking, you know, that I ain't shit, and then I come off as a surprise. We got a little snack on our hands. Uh, You do, but you're the snack, bro. But the bull shark's my snack. Yeah, when you look up bull shark, there's a Fox News headline. Florida spear fisherman survives bull shark attack. Quote, (laughs) quote, he wanted me. Bull Bull shark survives running with the Blair shark. With the Blair shark. (laughs) One month ago, 13-year-old girl punches bull shark in Florida to escape attack. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen a shark when you've been out in the water before? I uh, not when I not surfing, no, thank God. Yeah. Um but so I've seen one before. You know where you know what's kind of creepy is um I've gone to <laughs> again, not to be too on the nose, but I've gone to Catalina Island. Ever yeah. heard of it? Yes. Um <laughs> ever every summer since I was born. And they have a lot of uh great white sharks there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And you like you've seen one? You've seen like a fan? No, I haven't oh. seen one. I have never seen a great white like that I know of. I've seen a lot of like smaller ones that I don't know what type of sharks they are. I've seen some little guys. I've definitely seen some little guys when I was scuba diving and snorkeling and stuff. Yeah. But never Where do you surf? No, not currently, no. Not okay. in my adulthood. I mean, okay. like I did as a child. I was raised uh little 
surfer dude but now in my old age i'm very weak and um i really only go once a year on a perfectly hot day after two cores lights and my whole family screaming at me that i'm a pussy (laughs) (laughs) can you still get up yeah but like barely like i mean literally barely i need a fucking tow truck i love surfing you can surf yeah you Uh surf still yeah, I surf. Dude. I love surfing. My uncle in uh, Ventura County taught me. Oh, there's so many sexies up in Ventura County. There are. There have are. You seen a sh- have you seen a shark surfing, Dylan? No, but I've Ooh. seen many seals. Oh. And yeah. many, um, I've seen dead seals wash up on the shore. Yeah. Probably from shark attacks. Um, Locals yeah. only, bro. Is that why you just cut them, cut them with your board? Send them to the shore? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I remember I was surfing with my brother once in Waikiki. And there's this guy who passed us who was like, Hey, you know, if you don't know what you're doing, you gotta go home. And then like my brother I and I were like 10 seconds later. Speak for yourself. <laughs> so that is ass. Shark attack. <laughs> yeah. Perfect amount of time to pass before a comeback. Exactly. Uh, excellent pick. Fighting a bull shark or winning. Blair, and your third pick. Okay. And my third pick. I would also like to be famous for being the chef that is Stanley Tucci's favorite. Cook he's ever met. Can you imagine? (laughs) I think that's better than even winning a fight with a bull shark. Stanley would invite me over all the time. We would eat so many gluten anchored dishes and drink so much Barolo and drive happily along coasts in vintage Porsches and convertible Jaguars from the 60s. And I would wear a silk scarf on my fucking head with tiny sunglasses and a smile so big. And I would be always a little drunk and always extremely full and sillily smiling. <laughs> that is the perfect pick. Wow. It is. That is incredible. <laughs> Always be a little drunk and extremely full. <laughs> yeah. You were in That's one you were dream. you like were in one episode of Stanley Tucci Eats in Italy where it's like but you were like traveling with him. It's like Stanley and Blair in yeah, in Tuscany. And he's so kind of mystified by my culinary skills that he's a little nervous around me. Yeah. Because yeah. because I'm his favorite chef that he was always dying to meet. And I sort of have this skill set that he just can't even fathom or find anywhere else on the whole what's, planet. What's the dish you make that like for him, it's like you have to try Blair's this? God, you know, that's a tough one yeah. because I want to say some sort of rare obscure pasta but i think the real skill lies in doing something generic and being the best at it like the best the single-handed best lasagna in the world or something like that yeah Yeah. you know it's amazing you can do the you can do the whatever whatever putinescas you can do the the complex risottos but this is just down home it's eight ingredients, and that's what's crazy. Yep. There's sure. eight total ingredients. Right in on this. Main Street lasagna, and you're the best yeah, in the world. But head and shoulders above anyone else on our good planet. Just two, five, six legends Stanley <laughs> Tucci <laughs> and Blair Sake. <laughs> uh, 
Amazing pick. Dylan, time for your third pick. I want a video of me <laughs> to I am about to get hate crimed on the street. Oh. And Whoa. they're gonna like they're gonna try to fight me and I knock them out in the yeah. middle of the road. Yes. And I knock them out and then everyone starts to cheer. And like I get interviewed on Ellen, like, oh, he was crazy. I was like, he was like gay. And I'm like, and then I just knocked him out. And he was, whoa. You know? And I think that'd be really cathartic for other people. And uh, yeah, I just wanna I wanna have a video of me knocking someone out, and then I'm like, oh my god, it was wow! I can't believe that happened, but here I am. I can't. Even I was forced it. to do this thing, but it happened. I I ended up on top. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> a little just Jesse Smollett kind of moment for me. Sure. I um, don't start fights, Ellen, but I will end one. Exactly, exactly yeah. that vibe. Yeah, yeah. That you're vibe. holding it. You're holding a tea. You have a tea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 You don't want to see my bad side. <laughs> is there like is, is it a punch? Are you punching them or is it maybe a more is there a more complex maneuver? How are you taking this person out? I want there to be a couple punches, like a couple punches in yeah. the face and the chest. He tries to swing back. He's a little drunk, I think. Yeah. And yeah, then sure. roundhouse kick in the neck. Yes! He's knocked out. I fucking love that. <laughs> Sean, you're a taekwondo master. Second degree black belt, my friend. Oh fuck! Non Whoa. non non practicing, but I at one point in my life, yes. You to you were the taekwondo to Blair surfing. Yes. <laughs> Do you think was there ever a point where you were like I could probably knock someone out with a roundhouse? Did you sure. have that in the bag? Do you think? Yeah, I, I mean I obliterated a kid's nose one time. I'm not bragging about it, but we were in a tournament and I just didn't mean to, but I was cornered and I just popped it. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely a time when I could have done that. Was there ever a scenario like in a street fight where you like, I mean, not that you were, I mean, I know you got into some scrapes, but were you ever like, I got to go to my bag here? My mom tells me this story. I don't, I don't remember this. She says when I was like seven, these kids circled me, these like neighborhood bullies or whatever. And there were like five of them. I wish I remembered because it's pretty dope. There were like five of them. And then one of them came at me and I kicked him like in the chest or something like a sidekick. And then everybody was like, whoa. And then like. It happened, so according to my mom. So that's pretty dank. I don't remember it at all. But yeah, that was like the one time. Because shit doesn't, it doesn't work in a real fight. If you've been in a real fight, people go crazy. And, yeah. <laughs> and you're like holding each other and flailing and crying. It's not, it's not like a movie. So never works normally. But when you're a kid, it's a little more organized, I guess. It works when Dylan's getting attacked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, no, I'm but it, it, it does work for me. I'm yeah. sorry. Speak for yourself, bitch. It works for me. Sean, that's your truth. <laughs> yeah, I could use some pointers from Dylan. It doesn't work for me. Yes, yes, you could. Dylan's a third degree black belt in life, bro. So uh, that kind of puts you yeah. second degree to shame. The most important black belt there is, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an ex. That's That's fantastic. Do you, I, I feel like you got to drop a quip on him at the end of the video, too. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I'll have what you're having. <laughs> I don't know. It does, right, it doesn't quite work, but it's so wrong no. in the moment that everyone, yeah. like, people start yelling that now at fights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, There's yeah. a bunch of World Star videos where so, like, people are yelling, like, I'll have what you're having, like, at the end. Yeah. It just catches Something on. Like that, or, like, 
you'll be charged five dollars for canceling your lift. <laughs> yeah. Just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> or don't mess with the tight pussy bitch. Yeah. I like that. Don't mess with the tight pussy bitch. That's really cool. I would love to say that one day. <laughs> yes. I would just like that to be something the kids start doing. Like, That's man, look, genius, at what the, look at what the kids are yeah. saying. They're just ran. They're walking up to random people and <laughs> saying <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the kids always start doing violent stuff like that bricking thing where they just walk up to strangers and deck them in the back of the head. I want it to be something like that where they just walk up and like hop in front of someone and say that and then just dip. That's so scary. (laughs) Absolutely. I don't like groups of teens. No, there's no scary. Well, now with the Internet, too, they're like, oh, that, you know, every generation or whatever kids think they need to do crazier shit than their parents did when they were that age. I don't know. It's just you don't, they don't need to take it any farther. You can start yeah. going backwards. Calm down. Do funny shit. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's the cast of Newsies, I, a group of teens can't do anything for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe they're disgruntled because they have to shit with no door. I can't imagine what that would have led me to a life of crime. For sure. I'd be punching people in the back of the head. Yeah. It yeah. led me to cutting, cutting class a lot. That was like the first few times I ever skipped was like, oh, I'm just going to go. Go handle this, and then why go back to school? You know. Well, you were forced to do that. That wasn't even. It was their fault. Yeah. They didn't want me to graduate college. They sent me yeah. down the path early when they took off that first door. It's not my fault. I couldn't do anything about it. Well, regarding you graduating college, you know who did want it? God did. God did. <laughs> <laughs> Ian yeah. sent me an audio text of that the other day. Friendship. God, dude. Uh, it's time for my third. It's time for my third pick, and with my third pick, I'm going to take. I'm famous for inventing a popular Dairy Queen dessert. Ooh, that's Ooh. you invented the Blizzard. That's a I great one. one. It's not Whoa. the Blizzard. It's not oh. the Dilly Bar. It's a new thing. Oh, <laughs> that's great. It's a new thing, and there's Whoa. maybe there's some inspiring story. You know. DQ stock plummeted, and then you got in there. You were like, I was, I was working. I, I had, a, I had a summer job at Dairy Queen. You know, like during high school in this scenario, and I had the first idea to take an ice cream bar. I don't know if this is it. I'm just going off the top right now. I didn't think about this, but I take an ice cream, just ice cream, not chocolate covered yet. It's ice cream. It's on a stick. I roll one half in peanuts. Okay. <laughs> I roll the other half in. Let me see if I can land this plane. I roll the other half in hot uh, hot caramel. Uh-huh. Okay. And then we take that. We dunk that into chocolate. And we, you know, the, the hard shit, the magic shell, we let yeah. that form. And then we dunk half of it into that cherry. Sure. Mm. I might have gotten over my skis on the cherry. I might no, not you're have. fine. So it's like an ice cream corn dog? It's like an ice cream corn dog. Mm. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> a little caramel. Bit. Caramel. <laughs> I'm it's in the, the same dip. room with a genius scientist yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's at, and that's at, and like fucking it just catches on huge. All of a sudden I'm at Dairy Queen corporate. They're moving me up the ladder. I'm walking down a hallway and like the, this is, and then, you know, 10, 15 years down the line, the new Dairy Queen recruits are there at corporate. And they're like, who's that guy? And they're like, oh, that's Ian Carmel. And they're like, you mean, they're like, yeah. The guy who invented the caramel caramel. (laughs) And then the door closes. And then the door closes. I'm in the lab. I'm in the lab working on other stuff. That's just the beginning. That's just the beginning for me. I'm in there like doing all sorts of other, the dessert hot dog too. That's a whole thing I can't even really talk about yet, honestly, on this podcast. Dairy Queen has. If you are getting a hot eat, 
the hottie to get is their chili dog. If you could make like a dessert version of a chili dog, I don't know how that's happening. I'm not the one doing this. I, you are. If I may politely disagree with you on the hottie category. <laughs> you think a it's dairy, chicken strips? A Dairy Queen chicken strips. No. You get a chicken strip anywhere. Their chicken strip isn't great. The gravy is good. The chili dog is good all by itself. You don't, don't need talk to me like I was born yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you were born earlier today. <laughs> I'm not over your invention. You know, it's not every day that you're in a room where you just feel like you got better. Yeah. But you know, like you were the made like you were made pe- better by the people around you, elevated, <laughs> elevated by the imagination, the ingenuity. If I could mm-hmm. be so fucking bold, mm-hmm. it's a pleasure. It's a gift. It's a. I feel grateful right now. I wish I could take credit for it, but honestly, I just kind of blacked out, and the dessert spoke through me. I was a vessel <laughs> mm-hmm. with the DNA and just, just the DNA. I, like Dylan's dancing, I was not. I was not involved in whatever uh-huh. just happened there. Uh-huh. That was incredible. Yeah. I kind of want was that genius. Now. I kind of want. Oh. It's good. Cherry caramel chocolate. Yeah. I the cherry Ooh. might be the cherry might be a step too far, or maybe no. that's what's great about it. Maybe the fact that it is audacious is no, what we need right now. No, it the scales. Yeah. Make the stick edible, so I don't have to eat around the stick. So I can just like it's a. That's I want to eat the whole stick. That's a big idea. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. kind of idea. That's the kind of idea that might get you in trouble down at Dairy Queen Corporate, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, let's start our own company, man. All Queen right. Dairy. Okay, we break off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They don't have Dairy Queens everywhere anymore. I can't, I don't know if there's one in LA. I don't know if that I've seen a Dairy Queen down here. There's, I think, up in uh, Burbank, I think there's one that Zach and I used to, no surprise, Zach and I used to go to it. I'll be making a trip when the weather improves. Yeah. There's one you gotta get. You get out of the middle of the city. Is it me? It's time for your third and fourth picks. Shit! How am I? This is making me look like I've never done. Okay, Uh, I want to be Dylan. Just so you know, Sean is always this unprepared and unprepared. Not at all. Not at all. (laughs) I I thought so. Yeah, get nervous because everyone's so good, and this is one that I uh, I was just so so good. Thank you. All right, I'll stick to what I I want to invent. I wanted to have invented the remix machine, the Coke remix machine. (laughs) I want to be the one that invented that. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I can't try to make something up that I didn't have on my list. <laughs> Bro, I saw on Bill Oakley's uh, whatever his social yes, that there the is a condiment? Heinz condiment mm-hmm. remix machine, dude. Oh, just so look. everyone knows, by remix machine, just in case. I mean, there's a hundred percent of our listeners know what a remix machine is. <laughs> I think, but it's that you like press. You're, you're like, yeah. Okay, now it's a little bit diet coke. Now it's like a lemon cherry diet coke, and now yes. it's vanilla yes. sprite. Yeah. You can get it. Uh, Bill Oakley's thing. Did you watch the whole video, Ian? No. It's so what it does is you can pick. It's like ketchup, ranch, barbecue sauce, or mustard, or something like that. So you pick one of those, and then below that, it's got like buffalo teriyaki, whatever. So like you can make buffalo teriyaki ketchup if you want, and then you put a little ramekin in the in the thing, and it dumps out the ingredients, and it just like vibrates the ramekin around, so it mixes everything perfectly. Then you pull it out, and you have a perfect tiny little amount of teriyaki buffalo ketchup. It is sick. I'm a condiment guy. To quote Big. to quote uh, my favorite anti-Semite, Kanye West, no one man should have all that power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I feel like without my invention of the Coke remix machine, that doesn't get invented. So yeah. you are welcome. I'm out here making moves for the Gen Pop. Is anyone here a, 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 a remix soda machine? Do, do they, anybody go to bat on that? Sean, I feel like you would be the one. 
Of course I'd. <laughs> what do you get on? What do you get up to on that thing? So when I worked for ABC Mouse, they had Mellow Yellow. So we <laughs> we had a remix machine in the cafeteria, free ice cream and free soda. That's what they gave us at the call Dangerous. center. It's like fuck you. So they had Mellow Yellow, which I haven't had for a minute. And then I every day I'd get like grape or peach or strawberry, lime, Ooh. lemon. There, it's peach Mellow Yellow. Forget about it. So good. I love mixing different fruits, yeah. dude. It's like. People shit on all these Mountain Dew flavors. Give me anything you want to try, except for the Flamin' Hot. Don't mix Flamin' Hot with the soda, but give me anything. Give me, like, there's one right now that tastes like a bomb pop, and it's fantastic. You don't want to drink the whole thing. It'll put you down, but yeah, it's like 4th of July Mountain Dew. Sign me up. What am I trying to be cool for? I'm married. I got a kid. Give me all your fucking weird Mountain Dew. Send it to me, and I'll guzzle it out of a pint glass. I'll put it on the internet for you. You're like the human X Games, dude. That's true. I, yeah. I, I close sign. Same. Yeah, I just got way too upset about that last night in the, in the green room for somebody who didn't didn't care one bit about my opinions on Mountain Dew. But for some reason, we got talking. I was like, you know, and all these fucking people think they're too cool to drink a Mountain Dew. Like, whatever. If you like a Mountain Dew, just drink a Mountain Dew. And he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> who are these people who think they're too cool to drink a Mountain Dew? Most people, well, nobody in back home, but like most people on the coasts, I feel Dan- like. My wife has never had a Mountain Dew. There you go. <laughs> I remember I went to the beginning of this shit. I went to Taco Bell one time with our friends, Anthony and Heather. And uh, our friend Heather was eating Taco Bell and she goes, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. It's so gross. And I'm like, it is not. It's bad for you. And Ian, you had a whole bit about this, but it's like, there's a big difference between gross and bad for you. Mountain Dew is bad for you, but it's not gross. <laughs> I don't even remember that bit. I'm fucking... that was the, I mean, that was pretty much it. We were just complaining about the same thing. We we're kvetching, if you will. And uh, yeah, yeah. people say it's gross. Like, no, 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 no. Bad for you. It's bad big for difference. you. I'm too, I'm too productive. I'm too, uh, <laughs> I just, my work just spans. I, it's, yeah. too, it's too much to take in. <laughs> Uh, and your and your fourth pick, Sean Jordan. I mean, you didn't have a bit about it, so don't be upset when I do a bit about it tonight and then put it on TikTok because I'm out here Kill too. You, bro. The next pick is I want to be the only absolutely confirmed stone cold evidence of an alien abduction. Oh. I want that to be me. Irrefutable. Oh, Sean, wow. That is a good one. That there's, is a great one. There's no absolutely no doubt it is scientific it is a fact like death and taxes that i was abducted by aliens like people saw it happen Uh, every everything you need to make it a fact there's no because this is a fiction you know so there's no holes in this story you were at the oregon state fair and you had just walked out of the world's biggest (laughs) steer tent (laughs) and you were like i honestly thought it would be bigger i was like nothing cooler (laughs) you're like it was big it would, don't get me wrong, because people are going to think I've been saying it wasn't big. It was big, but I thought the world's biggest would be bigger than that. Right. And then it, and, uh, from, the, from the clouds, a UFO descends, mm-hmm. and, the, and the laser beam come down, the tractor beam, and you start Straight floating up. up. Phones, just like you would have so seen many in, phones. in like the 50s when they're like, he was abducted by alien. It was just like, I float up. I'm freaking Ra- Rachel out. Ray was there filming like a Food Network, like mm-hmm. uh, Best State <laughs> Fair Food special. And like you're in the background of her shot. Yep. So she even Rachel Ray is like going on the news being like, I saw it happen. Dr. Drew is, saw it. Yeah. This is too cool. This is yeah. this is too good. This pick <laughs> is too one. good. This pick is too good. I'm going to jump off this fucking black leather couch right now. I can't no, even handle stuck. it. Yeah, it's leather couches. They'll get you. 
But yeah, I don't know. I just think it'd be like, and then, you know, I'm okay. And then I can kind of speak to what, uh, what's happening. And also we know there's aliens. And you become best friends with um, Mark Hoppus. Yes. Is that the alien guy or is it Tom DeLong? Which That's one is question. it? One of them's an alien guy? Oh, one of them's a big alien guy, <laughs> he, dude. He like retired Blink-182 to become Alien Man. And now they, um, but he's still Alien Man. But even though the bands got back together, definitely. Tom DeLong. I'll tell you, not for nothing. I'm going to see Blink-182 at some yes. point. Yes. I want to, let's all go together. Let's, let's all go, go together. together. I, would, I would love I would, to. I, my wife just got home, so I can't say how much. I would pay whatever tickets cost for I would too. They're in <laughs> you, LA. We would have so much fun. Yes. We yes. should get a group and go. That would be so fun. We we talked about it for Vegas last year, didn't we? Like, weren't we, weren't we kicking it oh, around? Oh, no, like, it's too soon. We'll be in, it's the 16th and the 17th. Oh, oh damn. Well, they'll be back. I'm, they'll do it. <laughs> yeah, they're not done touring. I want to see him desperately. Because I, I might have seen oh. him at a warp tour before I cared. And I can't remember if I did or not. You know? My mom never let me go to warp tour, even though it was 15 minutes away from Blair. My we're surfing today, and there will be no more talk <laughs> of the warp tour. <laughs> yeah. That literally did happen. The big dog will get the fuck out on the water today. And that will be the end of it. <laughs> yeah. If you go to the warp tour, you're a pussy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know that thing. Dylan, how did you know what my mom sounds like? <laughs> yeah. So uh being the confirmed alien abduction. No, That's so no way cool. to refute it. I think you would be a great guy to send to the aliens. I would be very if like if they were like, hey, Sean, Sean is the one dealing with aliens i'd be like we're in good hands yeah <laughs> i agree shot. yeah i'll try to be diplomatic while i'm up there uh time for my fourth pick with my fourth pick i'm uh, this is a little bit this was a little bit in line with your pick but i'm, I'm gonna take it anyway i'm gonna Shoot, be I, i'm i'm sorry i whatever what I, this was on my list i'm running out of things <laughs> who cares <laughs> i met i met bigfoot and i have proof but i didn't share any of the details with anybody Whoa, that's even so cooler. You have proof, but we have to trust that you have proof or like no, you prove it. No, I have it. proof. I have like, there's like footage. I have like a hair sample, whatever. But people are like, where is he? I'm like, I'm not saying it. I'm not telling anybody. There anything. you go. They're like, where was it? Was it like, in, was it in Oregon? You're in Oregon a lot. I'm like, I, well, maybe, but I'm not going to say where it was. I'm keeping yeah. that to myself. About as deep as I dive into conspiracies is the, I, I'm not completely sold. There's not a Bigfoot. I mean, that's that's about as deep as I go. Also, you just can't. Jet fuel doesn't cut steel beams at a 90 degree angle. Well, that's, that's a whole, one. I mean, that's, that's just a, big a one factor. You can't really that's do a big one for him. <laughs> but but I yeah. have, maybe I even have video of Bigfoot. And again, like people have checked it out. It can't be faked, but it's just like, I do it. And I'm taking it to the grave with me. Nobody can know. I just love know. that you added that part though. Like you have so much chill about it. Like it, yeah. it's sort of like the way you have to be if like you're like the... Beyonce's security guard or something. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that's so cool. That I love that that was the vibe you had. Like you're like, I'm not a fucking blabbermouth. I'm just yeah. like I got Bigfoot. I gotta protect Bigfoot. I, I don't trust this world with Bigfoot. No, yeah. I think the aliens are gonna be fine because obviously they've developed a way to get here. You know, they're like technologically advanced. That's cool. I think that can be something everybody knows about. But I think Bigfoot, all you know is that I saw him. And I'm not telling you anything that. else. And maybe because you're just in certain circles, you're very well. It's like, oh, this guy really did. Maybe after you pass away, there's a biopic about you. And that's yes. how the fame actually 
Yeah. It's not something that you wanted, but it happened after you passed. The man who met Bigfoot and didn't tell anybody. And that's the movie. Yeah. 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 This is a, po- it's a posthumous fame. Yeah. That's a long, that's a good documentary title. I'd watch it. The man you who should, met. You should write that movie. If Cocaine Bear got made, I mean, I think, I think you can get this off the ground, Ian. That's true. Secret Bigfoot? Yeah. Elizabeth Banks will probably listen to this and buy the rights up immediately. She does listen. <laughs> She's yeah. She runs the Reddit. It Cocaine Bear was really good. I I was shocked. It was really funny. Don't you do that? Don't you? Don't you get handsome on it? It was it was really fun. I enjoyed it. I didn't see it because I um famously very scared. Except for if I come around a bull shark. But you scared of cocaine? (laughs) No, I was scared (laughs) of violence and gore. Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, Dylan, time for your fourth pick. Okay, so for my fourth pick, I, okay, we're going to go um, <laughs> a little bit historical on this one. Okay. Um, Alexander Hamilton mm-hmm. was bisexual. <laughs> oh. He fucked a guy, and it's documented. <laughs> I want to be the guy who fucked Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> And I'm like, I need money for ink. I'm out of ink money. And I need to be fucked. So fuck me and I'll give me the money for ink. So I want to be that guy. So you're like, you're stooping Alexander Hamilton. And then he's yes. also like, you're like, also, hey, I need ink. And he's like, let me, ha- let me help you out. Yes. Oh my gosh. Because yeah. in Alexander Hamilton, Lynn decided to go like talk about Mariah and the affair, but they didn't talk about the affair with Dylan Adler and the money that he gave to him. So absolutely. That's I want to be known in history as the uh, the Hamilton boinker. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton's ink boy. Yes. Yeah. 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 The ink boy. Yeah. Bring that's me my ink t- boy. That's the perfect proximity to history. Yeah. yeah. I would never trust myself enough to be in those rooms making those big decisions, you know, in the being I don't want to be in the room where it happened. I want to be in the room later that night hearing about it. Same bitch, same bitch. Yeah. I yeah. And maybe somewhere <laughs> along the line someone will write a musical about him, my character. <laughs> so I, you broke up a little bit. I think that was on my computer. What is, you, you do? Are you in Hamilton? Is that yeah, what you were no, saying? Yeah, no, I want a, like a new Hamilton about the the Hamilton Boinker. <laughs> yeah. I love it, dude. Yeah, that's fantastic. Have you? Yeah, yeah. have you written an uh, a Little Man Will Miranda rap about? Uh, <laughs> hey yo, I was weak. I was horny. I was really needing ass. The tight ass, yes. Those skateboarding shorts. The skateboarding shorts. I wanna get deep in those skateboarding shorts. I wanna come in that ass. I wanna pregnant that ass. Yes. Here's your ink money, bitch. I am not thrown away. My condom. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh I don't my know, that- god. Oh my god! The talent. Yeah, dude, that was fan. That was fantastic. Good on you. It's intimidating. (laughs) It makes me feel like a fraud. This this kind 
might be a Peabody for this episode. I can't believe I can't believe the talent that I am living and breathing around me right now. Yeah, we're uh, getting the well. Feeling is mutual. I I feel blown away by all these picks. Blair, we're going to give you a moment to sort of collect yourself after that uh, because we're going to take one more very short break. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we're back. Welcome back to All Fantasy Everything, already in progress. Blair Saki in the Rockies is about to (laughs) make her fourth pick. And then we will enter a lightning round for our okay. final picks. Okay. Hello, everyone. Uh, <laughs> it's great to be back from the break. Okay, here we go. Um, I want to be famous for being the second woman to marry James Leisure. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Who's James Leisure? Remember, I got so clowned for him on the last um, Bald podcast. Um, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> probably one of the most terrifying moments of my entire life. Um, the silence that ensued after that one. But anyways, that's not my pick. Um, I do not condone violence aside from uh, the whole bull shark incident. But mm-hmm. I want to, you know, I'm famously cuddly Care Blair Saki, but I do like to be famous for beating someone's ass for eating yogurt in public. <laughs> that is not right. I'm not supposed to watch you unselfconsciously lick a blob off a plastic spoon as if other people aren't being forced to see it, as if other people should be subjected to watching you lick cherry-flavored snot out in God's own pure ordained sunshine. I'm not going to stand for it, and I'm going to take matters into my own goddamn hands, and I'm going to and I'm going to make a change on sight. Did you recently see someone eating yogurt in public? Only all 25 years I've been alive on God's green earth. Okay? I see it all the time. I see, I used to see it on the on the subway. But these people have no shame. It's disgusting. I want it. I want it. I want laws passed. Yeah. I don't disagree. I'm with, like, a lot of food. I saw some dude eating mashed potatoes on the bus one time. And I was like, man, oh, I don't know about all that. That's interesting. <laughs> so gnarly. It's such a swing. Eat an apple or something, you know? The worst is like when they don't, when they're eating yogurt and they don't eat it off the spoon in one bite. Like oh, they go that's back. the worst. Oh, they do a little oh. nip. Uh, um, um, they eat like a turtle. It right. makes me feel <laughs> nauseous. Yeah. And then they do the flip it over, lick the, the like. The flip it's, over. It's all sensual and you're like, no, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. 
I've eaten a tuna sandwich on the J train. I'm sorry. I think that's less of an offense. I'm not kidding. I think sandwiches can go anywhere, even if there's a tuna smell. If I know it's coming from a tuna sandwich, that never bothers me. Yeah, I think a sandwich is fine. It's yogurt itself is just disgusting to me. And then (laughs) I don't know. I so I had to go in. uh, I had to go get. I'm on a moxicillin because I have to go get my gums cut into on Tuesday. And the getting a grill put in. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, dude. Black diamonds. Uh, But the doctor, she goes. She's like, this is a an antibiotic. So yogurt for the diarrhea. <laughs> I was like, well, I might not get diarrhea. I don't. It's just funny. She just said it like it was a fact. Like you know, famous you wanna... last words. I might not get diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm hoping oh, not. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, if you're gonna eat that yogurt, you better do it in the privacy of your own home, my friend. I will. Yeah, I don't or go out ca- public you yogurt. Catch a Shocking. No, not. I wouldn't dream of it. I don't want to upset the big dog. Even if I wanted to, the big dog said, no, I do what I'm told. <laughs> Same. Uh, Thank and you now, for your respect. It is, that's an excellent pick. And it is time for a lightning round. Everybody's final pick. Blair, you're first up. Oh, yeah. Wow. You know, no matter how many times I do this podcast, I don't think I'm ever going to learn what a serpentine draft is. <laughs> um, okay. I wish I was famous for eating the most cilantro in one sitting. Are you kidding me? I'm a cilantro freak. I'm a cilantro god. That would allow, that would be incredible because I'm a maniacal cilantro fan. But I don't think I'm allowed to be famous for eating cilantro because I think it is of Latino origin and I'm white. <laughs> so please forget this and I'll just eat it silently in obscenely large quantities in private obscurity. <laughs> You're Italian, though. Oh, yeah, I am. I am Italian, but is it? In- uh, I think cilantro is from, uh, it's native to Southern Europe oh. and Northern Africa and is Southwestern it? Asia. Yeah. Well, us Irish had nothing to do with it, so go nuts. I don't care. You know what? Stay, stay away the from The British potatoes. call it coriander. Is that true? Yeah. Coriander is coriander. cilantro? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> goddamn Redcoats renaming everything. I have never been more educated in my goddamn life than I have on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's edutainment for sure. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it is. Dylan, it is time for your final pick. My final pick, I want to be famous for being a roller coaster critic where I have to ride roller coasters around the country and write essays about their, you know, funness and published in the Times. And I'm like, you know, it started out incredible. I felt like I was on a journey, a little too shaky or it's like, you know, I'm or this one I felt as though I astral projected and it was a big um, so I want to, I love roller coasters, so I want to be a roller coaster critic. I'm picturing you riding a roller coaster very calm with a notepad out and a pen. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, That's so cool. Interesting. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Fire's a nice touch, you know. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, time for my final pick. Uh, surfing the biggest wave in history. Oh, God wow. dang. Nazareth. Yeah, dude. Nazareth. Yeah, Portugal. I've been watching that 100, 100 foot wave documentary uh, yeah, series yeah, right. on HBO. It's crazy. And it's me. For so some you're going to do a 101 foot wave. 105 yeah. foot wave. <gasps> Comfortably the biggest wave. You don't beat the record, you shatter the record. Comfortably the biggest wave. Wow. And, you, and, and, and at the top of the wave, 
I have like sort of a, a squirrel suit. So I jump off my surfboard, squirrel suit wings, and then I go <laughs> gliding to the top of the Nazarite Cliffs. That's so cool. You glide up. Of it. up. I, I catch a wave. There's a there's sort of a, a wind. Uh, there's a there's a front coming off at the front of the wave. I just am able to fucking navigate. You got it. your Mario three cape, so you can go up. You understand? You, just, you pump the wind. I get it. That's uh, so cool. That's Sean right. Jordan. Uh, I want to be a rapper. So <laughs> 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 pretty right down Main Street. <laughs> No bells, no whistles. Speaking of which, uh, you can hear Sean Jordan's rap song. It's on Spotify. It is. 5,000 people have already heard it, so don't be late to the party. Nike versus Adidas? <laughs> Nike and Adidas. It's called Gear Crisis. Gear but, Crisis. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Pretty Everybody funny. make just, sure you check that out. Funny lyrics. I just don't know how to rap. I'll tell you that, but it's funny. Uh, Isaac is producing in absentia, so he does not have a producer's pick. Right. We're producing this thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what it sounds like. Uh, but it, it, Isaac, if you want to add one in later, I mean, it is your it is your in, sacred uh, in right. Post, they say in to post. do so in post. Uh, but to recap, the people who did make picks, Blair, you went first, and you took being the first five six white lady to reverse three sixty dunk, roaring like the MGM lion with the backboard shattering everywhere, and the players who you dunked on are walking away silently, chewing on their mouth guards. Your second pick. <laughs> Fighting a bull shark and winning. Your third pick being the chef that is Stanley Tucci's favorite cook. And you're driving around in vintage Jaguars uh, and and other vintage drop top cars. Comfortably full. A little bit drunk on Barolo. And just having the time of your lives. uh, (laughs) Beating someone's ass for eating yogurt in public. (laughs) And eating the most cilantro or coriander in one sitting. Uh-huh. Dylan, Dylan, you went second. You took being the gay who was asked to write those sort of award show singing, dancing moments featuring kind of like older, uh, well-established female actors. Your, <laughs> your second pick is dancing at the club and, and you're up on stage and you go viral for dancing like really slutty and good. And you, you <laughs> kind of like attain... A fame that is big in the gay community, but also even like goes outside of it. It even goes outside of it a little bit. Uh, the third is there's a video of you uh, about to get hate crime, but you knock out the person doing the hate crime. <laughs> being the guy who fucked Hamilton. Yep. And then being a Incredible. roller coaster. Cri- Hamilton top or bottom? Um, I think he's a top. There I think is. he's okay. a top. I'll bottom yeah. for Hamilton. Okay, <laughs> bottoming for Hamilton, <laughs> and then being a roller coaster critic. Uh, I went third. I took being a reformed art thief who helps catch other art thieves, being the third youngest person to ever win an EGOT, inventing a popular Dairy Queen dessert, finding Bigfoot but not telling anyone, and then surfing the biggest wave in history. Sean, you went last. You took swimming from LA to Hawaii, being the only NFL receiver to never drop a pass, inventing. The remix machine, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, being the only absolutely confirmed, stone cold, proven there's evidence of an alien abduction, and then your final pick, <laughs> just being a rapper. I'm a rapper. Uh, all excellent picks. We want to hear your picks. Hit us up at All Fantasy Pod on Twitter, All Fantasy Podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to Super Producer Isaac Lee on the ones and twos. Shout out to Saint Sue Carmel. Shout out to uh, the, the AFE Patreon. Thank you for holding us down. Shout out to oh, the yeah. AFE Shaslackity, the AFE subreddit. Shout out to Frankie Ocean. Shout out to Sid the Dude. Shout out to Haji Beats. And more important than all of that, 
Tune in again next week to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. Shaklackity. That was a HeadGum Podcast.